Hello, and welcome into the Star Wars Legends Lounge, the show that celebrates the books from Star Wars Legends. I'm Aaron Motes. Well, this is a surprise. I know what you're thinking, listener. What's going on, Aaron? You don't have an episode scheduled to release this week. Well, coming up in April, I'll be starting the new Jedi Order series. 19 books that feature the next generation of Jedi, trained at Luke Skywalker's Academy, focusing on Han and Leia's children, Jaina, Jason, and Anakin Solo, and how they respond to a new threat to the galaxy far, far away. So, I thought it would be a good idea to make a little primer for everyone. Over the next month, I'm going to record four mini-episodes, about 10 to 15 minutes long, to introduce everyone to the Solo Twins, their younger brother Anakin, and their friends, Tanel Ka, Lobaka, Zek, and Tahiri Vela. You'll remember these new Jedi if you listen to the episodes covering the Dark Nest trilogy from last year, but that story takes place after the new Jedi Order series. I'm going to start with the first five stories in the Young Jedi Knights series about Jaina and Jason in the first three mini-episodes, and the fourth will cover Anakin in the Junior Jedi Knights series. I think this will give everyone a little backstory for who will be some of our main characters in the New Jedi Order. I hope you guys like it. The Young Jedi Knights series was written by Kevin J. Anderson and Rebecca Moesta. It is a series of 14 junior novels published by Berkeley Boulevard and released between 1995 and 1998. The series follows the adventures of the 14-year-old Solo Twins and their friends in the year 23 ABY. The first book is called Heirs of the Force. Jaina and Jason begin their training at their Uncle Luke's Jedi Praxium on Yavin 4. There, they become friends with Chewie's nephew, Lobaka, a Force-sensitive Wookiee who's obsessed with computers, and Tanel Ka Joe, a very serious young woman from the warrior world of Dothamir. Each day after training, the twins help Loi put together a T-23 Skyhopper, a gift from Chewie. Jaina loves mechanical things, just like her dad, and jumps at the opportunity to have a small ship to fly around in. Jason's much more interested in Yavin 4's animal life, so much so that he keeps a number of pets in his room at the temple. But Jason helps with building the Skyhopper as best he can. Soon, the T-23 is up and running, and the four friends take it out for its maiden voyage. The teens fly above the trees and spot the wreckage of a TIE fighter, which crashed on Yavin 4 during the first Death Star battle. Jane is a little jealous of Loie's Skyhopper and thinks that maybe she can rebuild the TIE Fighter, giving her a ship of her own. The four friends return to the crash site every day after their studies, slowly fixing the ship. After a few weeks, Jaina and Loie get the TIE Fighter in working order, but Jaina wants to add something to it, a small hyperdrive that she's got back in her room. Jaina installs the hyperdrive and steps back to admire her work a working TIE fighter. A little beat up, maybe, but it does work. Her own ship. Just as Jaina prepares to fire up the engines, the four friends are surprised by the TIE pilot, a man named Coral, who survived the crash landing 23 years ago. Coral pulls a blaster on the four, but he can't cover them all. Lobaka and Tanel Ka flee 
in opposite directions and run into the woods. But Coral captures the Solo Twins. He marches them up to his campsite and ties them up. Now Loey makes it back to the Jedi Academy first. He lost his translator droid running through the forest, but luckily Han and Chewie stop at the Academy for a visit. Tanel Ka arrives as Loey is telling Han about the situation, and the four jump in the Falcon to go rescue the twins. Coral's TIE fighter begins to rise as they near the crash site. There's a brief dogfight, but Coral flees and jumps to hyperspace before Han can shoot him down. Han and Chewie land the Falcon, free Jaina and Jason, and take the four friends back to the Jedi Academy. The second book is called Shadow Academy. Lando Calrissian invites Jaina, Jason, and Lobaka to tour his latest business venture, harvesting Karuska gems from the gas giant Yavin. Lando's station is attacked by Imperials who kidnap the young Jedi Knights and take them back to the Shadow Academy, a cloaked Imperial school designed to train Dark Jedi. The Academy is run by one of Luke Skywalker's former students, a man named Brachus, and his lieutenant, a woman named Tamith Kai. Brachus puts the three friends through a series of dangerous, painful tests designed to make them tap into the dark side of the Force. He even allows them to train with lightsabers. First, he pits them against remotes, then against droids, and finally against each other. The young Jedi pass Brachus's tests, but refuse to use the dark side. Their refusal angers Brachus, but he remains patient. Soon, he tells them, they'll join his ranks and serve the new Imperial leader. Meanwhile, Luke Skywalker and Tanel Ka search for Loi and the twins. They head to Dothamir to find out more about Tamith Kai, a night sister. The two arrive at the village for the Singing Mountain Clan and speak with Tanel Ka's great-grandmother, Ogwen. They learn that the Empire is using the night sisters to recruit Force sensitives for their Shadow Academy. Luke and Tanel Ka don disguises, pass the Night Sisters' tests, and head off to the Shadow Academy to rescue their friends. Back at the Shadow Academy, Jason breaks out of his cell. He frees Jaina and Loey from their rooms, and the three head to the launch bay to try and steal a ship. Luckily for them, the shuttle carrying Luke and Tanel Ka arrives. Together, Luke and the four young Jedi defeat the Imperials steal the shuttle, and escape back to Yavin 4. Book 3 is called The Lost Ones. The four young Jedi take a break from their studies to visit Coruscant. They stay with Jaina and Jason's family, living in luxury in the former Imperial Palace, in the apartments of their mother, Chief of State, Leia Organa Solo. One day, Jaina and Jason introduce Loi and Tanel Ka to one of their friends, an orphan named Zek, who's a few years older than they are and who lives in the lower levels of Coruscant. Jaina invites Zek to a banquet Leia is hosting that evening. He accepts but embarrasses himself during the dinner. Zek apologizes and quickly leaves before Jaina can stop him. Zek returns to the Undercity where he and a group of orphan boys are approached by Brachus and Tamith Kai. Brachus tests Zek, who proves to be Force-sensitive. Brachus then manipulates Zek into joining him at the Shadow Academy 
saying that if the Solo Twins had really been Zek's friends, they would have sensed his Force abilities and asked their Uncle Luke to train him. Angry at himself and the Twins, Zek agrees to join the Shadow Academy. His departure leaves the four young Jedi feeling guilty, and they return to Yavin 4 to prepare for whatever the Shadow Academy's next move is. Book 4 is called Lightsabers, and it's my favorite story in the Young Jedi Knights series. With the Shadow Academy looming, Luke decides it's time for all the students at the Praxium to construct their lightsabers. Now, in Legends, a Jedi did not need a kyber crystal to build their lightsaber. They could use any gem that had the ability to focus the power of the blade. Jaina builds a purple lightsaber. Jason's blade is green, and Loie's is a deep bronze. But Tanel Ka isn't excited to build a lightsaber. She believes it's more important to train her mind and body to be in top shape rather than rely on a weapon. Tanel Ka doesn't pay attention when she's building her blade, and it costs her dearly. Luke runs the young Jedi through a series of sparring drills. Tanel Ka is training with Jason when her lightsaber malfunctions. She blocks a two-handed strike from Jason, but her blade winks out. Suddenly facing no resistance, Jason's lightsaber continues downward and slices through Tanel Ka's left arm at the elbow. Following the accident, a strange shuttle arrives and picks up Tanel Ka. When Jason and Jaina ask their uncle what is happening, Luke says Tanel Ka's family decided to take her home for recovery. But don't worry, Luke says. The young Jedi will see her again soon, because Luke decides to take Loie and the twins to visit Tanel Ka and to show them who their friend really is. When the three young Jedi drop out of hyperspace, they're shocked to find themselves in the Hapes Cluster, orbiting the planet Hapes itself. The three are confused. They thought Tanel Ka was from Dothamir. Luke explains that, yes, Tanel Ka's mother is Dothamiri, but her father is Hapen. Tanel Ka is actually the heir to the throne of Hapes, the daughter of Queen Mother Tenennial Joe of Dothamir and Prince Isolder. Luke says Tanel Ka kept her full background a secret because she did not want anyone at the Academy to think that she had received special treatment because she was a princess. Tanel Ka invites her friends to stay with her at the Royal Palace. Her parents are away on a diplomatic mission, but her grandmother is there, the former Queen Mother Ta'a Chum, a sharp, scheming woman who's obsessed with maintaining her family's power. Ta'a Chum wants Tanel Ka to leave the Jedi Praxium and return to Hapes to learn what she'll need to eventually rule the system. One night, a bomb goes off in the palace. Luckily, nobody's hurt in the blast, but Ta'a Chum sends the four friends to an island retreat while she investigates the incident. On the island, the Jedi continue to train with their lightsabers, except Tanel Ka. She tells Jason the accident that took her arm was not his fault. It was hers. It was her hubris, thinking that the construction of her lightsaber didn't really matter. The friends begin to theorize about the bombing incident when they're attacked again. They escape, leading their pursuers through a field of carnivorous seaweed and head back to the palace. 
They returned to find Ta'a Chum ordering the rest of one of her top aides, a woman who took advantage of the trip Tanel Ka's parents had taken to try to eliminate the rest of the royal family. When the four young Jedi return to Yavin 4, Tanel Ka constructs a new lightsaber, using a rancor tooth from Dathomir for the hilt and the gem from her hapen crown to focus the turquoise blade. The fifth book is called Darkest Night, and that's night spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. At the Shadow Academy, Zek's education continues. He advances quickly, using the dark side to grow powerful. Brachus pits Zek against his other star pupil, Villas. The two will fight to the death over the honor of leading the Shadow Academy in an attack on Kashyyyk. Villas gets the upper hand, disarms Zek, and prepares to strike. But Zek sends his lightsaber flying through the air and cuts Villas in two. Meanwhile, our four friends travel to Kashyyyk to witness the coming-of-age trial for Lobaka's younger sister, Sirakuk. The trial involves descending to the forest's dangerous lower levels to harvest silk from the deadly Cyrene plant. It's a test Loi passed a year ago, but one their friend, Rabakish, never returned from. When the Empire attacks Kashyyyk, Brachus orders Zek to kill the Zolo twins. Zek leads two Sisters and a band of stormtroopers, chasing the young Jedi through the Masasi forest. But our heroes are saved by the terrors of the lower levels. They pick off the stormtroopers one by one, and Jason uses his empathic powers with animals to coax a huge slug-like monster to swallow one of the Sisters. But the other Sister gets the jump on them, attacking from above and tackling Sirakuk. The two tumble into the open petals of a sirene plant, which snaps shut, trying to eat them. Quickly, Loi, Jason, and Tanel Ka pull open the petals and free Sirakuk, who emerges from the carnivorous flower, holding the silk she harvested. His forces defeated, Zek escapes back to the Shadow Academy, expecting Brachus to punish him. But Brachus has something else on his mind, because while Zek was away, the new Imperial leader arrived at the Shadow Academy, a clone of Palpatine, the Emperor Reborn. Thanks for listening to this first mini-episode of the Star Wars Legends Lounge. I hope to have the second one available soon. And don't forget, the next regular episode of the podcast is coming up on March 17th. That's Labyrinth of Evil by James Luceno. Until then... Thanks again for tuning in to the Star Wars Legends Lounge. I'm Aaron Motes. May the Force be with you. And remember, there's always a bit of truth in Legends.